I'm Mario Munoz reporting for the Rio Grande Guardian with Steve Taylor. This is the news wrap for the week ending September 14th, 2019. And Steve, what were some of the top news stories this past week? Well, uh, first of all, Mario, if uh, there's any background noise that uh, you know that you can hear, and then obviously uh, listeners can hear, it's the uh, it's heavy rains here in, in Reynosa right now. Um, so uh, that may be a distraction. But let, let's get to it. For me, the big event of the week that we covered was actually in Laredo, and that was the Pathways for Trade that the Laredo Economic Development uh, Corporation puts on every year. I think this was the 24th anniversary. It really is uh, an incredible event. It's, on, it's over, over two days. It's held at Texas A&M International University. And uh, why it was good for me was just the quality of the, um, of the speakers that they bring in. Uh, it's all about trade, so it really, if you're in the import-export business or in any way associated with trade, it's a really good event to cover. But uh, for me, um, um, the key uh, speech was actually given, it was a reception held on the first evening. It was held at the IBC Bank headquarters in Laredo, and it was Augustine Barrios Gomez, who is general partner for International Capital Partners. That's his, his day job. But he um, comes from a diplomatic background. His, his father was um, the Mexican ambassador to Canada. And Darius Gomez is a, a noted expert in, um, in international relations. And uh, he spoke about the commercial integration between Mexico and the U.S. We haven't yet posted a story about this, but it, the event happened this week. So... Um, I'm sharing that with the readers. It was a, a tremendous... Anyone that was there would know uh, the significance of this because he had a lot of statistics about how interwoven Mexico and the U.S. is, not just in terms of trade, which we all know about, but culturally. And um, I, I, I'm giving away one of the lines in the story, but that's okay. Whenever I attend events with... Um, U.S. Senator John Cornyn, and his remark always is, um, the U.S. and Mexico uh, can't get a divorce if they wanted to. They are, um, you know, they're always going to be neighbors. Something like that. He says it along those lines. We are permanent neighbors. Uh, but but um, Darius Gomez, his line was, we're not neighbors. We are um, uh, roommates. That's that's how interconnected we were. So that was that was a really good uh, presentation, and we'll we'll have audio on that, and um, and we'll have a text story on that. At the same reception, Dennis Nixon, the president of our International Bank of Commerce, uh, spoke as well passionately in support of um, international trade. And another speaker at this um, event, Pathways for Trade, this two-day symposium that Laredo. Another speaker was William C. Lane, who is Chief Executive Officer for America's Trade Policy. And um, he's been on the scene up in D.C. for many, many years. He was uh, like a governmental affairs lobbyist uh, for Caterpillar um, for a long, long time. And he spoke specifically. A lot of his remarks were about the terms the U.S. currently has imposed on China and that this tariff, this, uh, the US and China has, and uh, 
more and more economists are saying the U.S. could be headed for recession because of this. So um, I spoke to that, and again, that will spoil spoil uh, our, our commentary, our, our stories. But uh, we'll have a story on that because he had some very interesting remarks. And then I guess the last speaker I mentioned is Sarah Goldfeder, who is a U.S. Um, career diplomat, but um, she's now in the private sector, and she's working out of Canada and uh, up in Ottawa. And she gave the keynote speech, Opportunity Within Disruption, a Northern Perspective on Global Trade. So she spoke about where Canada is. And of course, as we know, Canada and the U.S. have yet to uh, ratify NAFTA 2.0, the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement. Uh, Mexico has uh, ratified it, so she spoke about um, how Canada views all this. So, you know, again, just to say that this pathways for trade, hats off to the folks in the radio that put this on, adaptive global trade, new rules, technology, e-commerce, a, a really absorbing um, program, two-day program that we um, learn so much from by covering. Um, let's go move on to a couple of events I covered today for the Ripley Guardian. One was um, interesting. There was a, a ribbon-cutting ceremony in Mission for a new company that's just moved into the area that uh, specializes in importing Mexican avocados. And we learned then that 80% of all the avocados produced grown in Mexico uh, are destined for the U.S. market. And this company uh, is, um, by growing them, shipping them, distributing them in the U.S., you know, grow, uh, purchases of, uh, you know, the supermarkets that buy avocados, they can buy them directly from this company now and uh, rather than buying them from an importer. So uh, cutting out the middle person, that should, that should make um, logistics better. Uh, easier for them. And why we went to that is uh, the facility that this, these avocados have been distributed from in Mission uh, belongs to Joaquin Spammer, and the uh, Guardian readers and listeners will know all about Joaquin Spammer, um, a very successful businessman from Mexico who exports cotton to China and uh, Asia. So he was there for this ribbon-cutting event. Um, Another event I cover today, different topical entirely, um, healthcare, which we've covered a lot recently. UT Rio Grande Valley students were getting research papers on lots and lots of different aspects of healthcare and um, very detailed uh, presentations by the students interacting with uh, entities, non-profits in the in the um, healthcare arena, both in the Rio Grande Valley and in uh, northern Mexico. And uh, our good friends that we've covered in the past, you and I, uh, Unidos Contra la Diabetes, uh, I interviewed Salomon Torres, one of the uh, workers there, one of the managers for that non-profit, UCD, and their focus, which got uh, was, was part of a presentation, uh, was... Uh, some research into why people do not go and get that, see a secondary uh, doctor, a, se a secondary specialist follow-up uh, appointment. And obviously people will think, well, that's due to cost, and sure enough it is that 46% of the people 
do, do they see that after they've seen the primary doctor, they don't follow up. Um, and it, most of it's related to cost. So that was uh, the presentation there, and we'll be writing about that. Earlier this week, the city of McAllen announced that it's got a new partner for the EB-5 program. The EB-5 program is that program that allows foreign nationals to get a green card to be to live in the U.S. and work in the U.S. if they put money into investments over here. And the city of McAllen has partnered with... Um, the EB5 Center out of Houston, um, uh, Mr. Guzman, who we've met before and written about before, covered before, they've got a, a formal arrangement now with uh, with this firm. And so perhaps we'll see more activity on the EB5 front in the Um Another event we covered was the uh, Border Texan of the Year. That has, that's been given to the UT Rigglandy Valley President Guy Bailey, and uh, they had an announcement later this year, I think it's in November, there'll be a big dinner. That's where most of the fundraising is, is built up, and each order text of the year is able to raise money for, for certain charities. And when we interviewed Dr. Guy Bailey, he succeeds, by the way, the last order text of the year, last year's order text of the year was Chancellor John Sharp, so it's interesting that A&M, um, in effect, won an award well, last year from this board of Texas Year Committee. This year, it's UT RGV because uh, Guy Bailey said, "Look, this is this is not an honour for me. It really is an honour for UT RGV and how uh, the university has um, has grown in the last four or five years and become uh, the regional university of the valley." Well, when we interviewed um, President Bailey, he said, "Watch out." for Monday morning, be at an event Monday morning in Edinburgh, 10 o'clock, we've got a big announcement to make. He didn't say anything more than that, but after he told us about that, we then received the advisory. So we, we will be watching out to see what happens there. And I guess the final um, event uh, news aspect of this past week that, that I would want to mention is, is, uh, is the passing of David Alex the long-time uh, leader of Harlingen, the ch chairman of Harlingen Area Chamber of Commerce. I know you contributed to our story on that, Mario. Uh, we're getting a lot of uh, interviews with leaders in the community that remember that remember David Alex. He died at the age of 82 after a, a long illness. And um, I know we wanted to do a live stream with him uh, last year, but he, he wasn't up, up for it, unfortunately. But what a legacy he leaves. And I don't know if you want to add anything there. Well, yeah, I do want to say that uh, we had a few people reminisce, and uh, you'll be able to hear that podcast, a tribute to David Alex. Steve Taylor with me on the telephone, news wrap-up for the week ending September 14th, 2019.